Hello, and welcome back to the British Royal Fanatic Podcast. I'm Hayden, your American friend with a passion for the British Royal Family and British Royal History. This is a special bonus episode because there's breaking news that was reported today on the Royal Family. Earlier today on January 28th, news sources have reported that the 1969 Royal Family documentary was leaked. Whether it was on purpose or by accident, we are not sure about. But Hello Magazine, HuffPost, and the Daily Mail are just some of the sources that are reporting on this leak and are the sources for this bonus special episode. The documentary has not seen the light of day since 1970 because it was officially pulled by the BBC and by the Queen herself. No one knew when we would see it again. It was believed that it was in a vault somewhere, just collecting dust. But here we are. It somehow made it on the internet. At the time of its initial release, it was seen by as much as 350 million people. Uh, the documentary making and some general royal family feeling was depicted in season three of The Crown. It was in the middle of the season and it was really spearheaded by uh, Prince Philip in the show. Um, audiences could watch up to an hour and a half long film in its entirety when it was first released. And we can credit all this to the YouTube account called Philip Strange Ways. He uploaded, he or they, I don't know how they identify, but they uploaded the video on January 15th. The background photo of Strange Ways' YouTube account referred to something called uh, Her Majesty's Government Public Service Films. But it doesn't appear to be an actual organization, and it doesn't appear to be affiliated with the government or the crown at all. Seth B. Leonard, a writer and editor at European Royal History Journal, posted a tweet that alerted people to the video that quickly circulated on Twitter, and thus more news sources began to report on it. But this was short-lived as the video was taken down today, and it was due to a copyright strike. It was taken down uh, due to a copyright claim by the BBC. Um, As to the Huffington Post reported that this morning it had nearly 10,000 views, but it has since taken down. Now, prior to the video being taken down, Buckingham Palace and I, you know, I personally don't know who actually is this YouTube channel or who got a hold of the footage. No one has come forward yet as to claiming the palace doesn't know who leaked it. News sources don't know who leaked it. I was unable to see the documentary in time. By the time I got the news alert that it had been leaked, it had already been taken down. But in some documentaries and in some interviews, they have been able to play Uh, vignettes and clips of it. There are a few clips that are actually on YouTube, and they're usually paired with an interview. Most notably, recently, Princess Anne, in a recent documentary that was done about her, talked about it, and she's gone on record saying that she didn't like it, it was unnecessary, it added extra attention that she didn't need, and she just didn't approve of it. You know, at the time, she went along with it, but in reality, she just didn't approve of it. But... I'm not aware of any other royals talking about it. Most of them do not like to talk about it. But why is this documentary so controversial within the royal family? Why is this such a big deal? And why is this making the news? Well, back in uh, 
the late 60s. It was proposed and was originally put together as a way to get ready for Prince Charles's investiture as the Prince of Wales in 1969. But there was another motive behind it. In the 60s and going into the 70s, England was experiencing a great culture shift and people were beginning to lose touch with the monarchy and the royal family. They were seeing them as distant, no longer relevant, and there were feelings of wanting some change. And of course, the royal family was scared and they were approached by a man named William um, Heseltine, I believe is how it's pronounced. But it was an idea of Heseltine, who was then the uh, the royal press secretary. And he was also approached by the television producer, John Bradbourne, who was the son-in-law of Lord Mountbatten. And they both came together, believing that showing the royal family in this, their day-to-day, as a family, and as everybody else on TV, would help revive public interest. They are like us. That was their big point. They wanted to show them that they were like them and sort of see the smoke behind the mirrors. And the royal family got on board. Filming began on June 8th, 1968. It began at the Trooping the Color, and it continued for a few weeks. I believe it was a few months. And it totaled to around 43 hours of material were shot for this documentary that they narrowed down to an hour and a half. Editing started in March of 1969, and the filming came to an end in May of 1969. So they shot it sporadically. They didn't do it all in one sitting. Everything was agreed upon by a committee uh, that was chaired by the Duke of Edinburgh, and the Queen saw the final product a month before it was supposed to be released, and she initially signed off on it. And everybody was excited about it, and when it was released, it took off like wildfire. In in books that I've read about the Queen and the royal family, they all talk about this documentary because they weren't expecting the public to love it so much. And they then started to feel a little weird about it. So when it was first released in 1969, everybody got to see the, you know, the man behind the curtain, to use a Wizard of Oz reference, but they got to see the smoke behind the mirrors. They got to see them, you know, riding horses, talking, having, you know, little fun arguments at barbecues at you know in the private areas you got to see private areas of these estates and castles and you got to see them interact as a family and the public loved it they fell in love with it it was after the initial release i if my memory is correct it was released two more times after that and the public fell in love. They wanted to know more. They wanted to see more. They loved watching this, but the families didn't like the idea anymore. They uh, didn't like people seeing them in such personal and everyday activities because they're the royal family. There's this air and prestige about them that now was taken away. And even some critics actually liked that they were very human and normal and average. There were some Lord Lieutenants that were critical about it and didn't approve of it. And out of all the critics and news sources and everything of the time, barely anybody was critical about it. That It was a success on all fronts. And while it achieved what they wanted it to do, which was revive interest and support 
and getting the public to interact with the royal family again and have support and faith in the monarchy, it showed a little too much. It humanized the royal family more than what they had thought. And they there was a sense of buyer's remorse. They didn't particularly like it anymore. And the damage had already been done. They were seeing their private lives. And in some ways, I personally feel that it ignited what we now feel of wanting to know everything about them, wanting to you know, feel like we're a part of them and that they're like like us. We want to feel that. And in some ways we can trace it back to this. Now, some people warned the production team and those that were spearheading it that it would show too much, that uh, it would go too far. But they went ahead and did it anyway. And in some ways they were right. It showed a little too much. And it not only added, it put these public figures on a different pedestal and it gave them a little bit of celebrity. And many members that are still alive that were a part of it don't talk about it. They don't like to talk about it. And if my memory's right, the queen hasn't talked about it since. Um, After the last poll and the BBC came and said, hey, here are all the numbers. The story goes that she looked and said, pull it. No, pull it, take it off. And my understanding of it in the way that it's presented and talked about is it's it was somewhere deep in the royal collection. Somewhere was this roll of film that was this documentary, and that was that. We wouldn't see it again until centuries after, you know, the, the whole generation that saw it had passed away and that generation of royals had passed away. And then it got leaked for a couple days. And it's mind-boggling to me that somehow, somewhere in the BBC, there's a digital copy of this. That's what's weird to think about. We're, we're told that they can only do anything with it with the Queen's permission, But there's a digital copy of this, or else how did it get uploaded to the internet? That's what's mind-boggling to me, that somewhere deep in the archives, there's a digital version of this. And it's on the internet. So I can bet people have downloaded it and copied it, and now the damage has been done. Yes, it's on YouTube for, it was on YouTube for a short period of time, but now the damage has been done. And I don't think the BBC will ever be able to get rid of it. It reminds me of an instance, different pop culture, but when the artist Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl a few years ago and people took unflattering pictures of her, you can still find them on the internet. Once it's on the internet, it's on there forever. So it'll be interesting if this resurfaces again. I don't know if it'll resurface again, but I can guarantee out of those 10,000 people that viewed it, there are probably a few that have downloaded it and it's on someone's hard drive somewhere. But that's just my own theory. Do not take it as fact. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. But what do you guys think? This huge landmark documentary that was never to see the light of day again saw the light of day again. Do you... Do you feel it should have been leaked or do you feel it should have been kept private? Let me know. Let me know on social media. I have a Twitter. The British Royal Fanatic Podcast has joined social media. You can find me on Twitter at fanatic underscore royal. That is the podcast. I post and upload there. I try to engage with you guys as best I can. But we will resume our regularly scheduled upload 
schedule of every Monday and Thursday, but this story was breaking and I needed to report on it. Uh, you can email me at BritishRoyalFanPod at gmail.com. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know some of your opinions about this documentary leak. Anything about it at all. Uh, let me know how I'm doing. Do you want more updates like this of things happening in real time? Uh, any topics you want me to discuss? How I'm doing? You can listen to me and join this wonderful family uh, on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Like, rate, review, subscribe, share, join the family. Everybody have a great rest of your day, and I will see you guys in the next one.